0: Hey, everybody. I'm Marty Dotson.
1: And I'm Clay Mills. Welcome to Songtown on Songwriting. Welcome, everybody, to Songtown. We're in the Songtown studios. I'm with my co-host, Marty Dotson. Come on. <laughs> we are going to continue our train role of not telling each other what we're going to talk about ahead of time. But this will be an easy one, Marty. Um, it seems like the past few weeks I've seen several Post on social media about um, what are those hit songwriters doing in the writing room? They're selling out, you know, and they're they're just writing this stupid stuff, trying to just sell out. And you and I have spent a couple of decades in pro writing rooms, and we've we've been fortunate enough to to have some success to to write with great artists, producers, other writers, Hall of Fame writers, hit writers. And so I just wanted to kind of set the record straight and paint, paint the picture of what exactly happens in a pro writing session. When we're in the room writing a song, um, has it been your experience that you're going, how can we write the dumbest thing for the most people and sell out? Like, has that, has that ever crossed your mind or crossed your, crossed your co-writers minds?
0: No, I don't recall that ever being a, a part of the conversation. <laughs> you know, we, we, but at, at the same time, you know, you have to remember we're in the entertainment business and not all entertainment has to be super serious, you know? So yeah, I've got some, silly songs, you know, my song, um, Doing It the Country Songs that Blake Shelton and the Oak Ridge Boys did is a silly song, but it's to entertain people, you know, and, and people laugh and smile when, when I play that song or when Blake sings that song. But at the same time, you know, when we were writing that song, we're not going, you know, let's just write something so dumb that, you know, somehow it'll become a big hit. We we just wanted to have fun and write something that we loved. Yeah. And that's where I think most of the success for, for Hit Writers comes from is that they they got in a room and they had an idea and they tried to make it as good as it could be. Tried, you know, they tried to make it great. And um they came out with something they loved and turned out the world loved it too, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that's the key. I interviewed John Knight, um, who has I forget how many number ones he's had. It's been a bunch, but he said that, you know, that he started having success as a writer when they instituted every Friday they would get together and they would go, okay, we're going to write something today that probably nobody will want to record. We're just going to write it for ourselves. And he said they did that every Friday, him and his buddy who's a, a well-known producer. And he said those songs were the ones that people started recording. And he said that it, it really showed him that when you write from the heart, when you write something that excites you, and then you try to write it to the best of your abilities, then he goes, those were the songs that surprised them because they had always thought that, oh, you got to try to write for the market, you know? And he said that can work sometimes. But he goes, what what he learned to be really uber successful like he is, is that those days every Friday when they got together and wrote whatever they wanted to didn't concern themselves with being commercial he goes those were the ones that got cut
0: yeah you know and, and there's a lot of times that I'm in a room and I'm shooting for an artist mm-hmm. but it's because I love what that artist does you know so I'm maybe it's a, a Kenny Chesney and I love his music I love to listen to No Shoes Radio you know and that kind of stuff And and that's the kind of thing I want to write. So I'm writing it in a way that hopefully he would like and his fans would like and that kind of stuff. But I'm doing it because it's what I love, you know. And on by the same token, when Bro Country was really popular, um, I did not write that because that even though there was a lot of opportunity to get cuts in that area, that's just not what I enjoy. It's not what I feel like I do well. And so I didn't write that. I just continued to write the kind of things that I wanted to write uh, that I was proud of.
1: Yeah, and I think people that kind of lock into a fad and they get known um, when that fad passes, they often don't have a long career. I think of my, yeah. my buddy Tommy Lee James. Tommy has always bucked the system because he's always been a ballad writer and he writes great ballads. But anyone will tell you when you get in the songwriting business, you got to write up-tempo. You know, artists, artists, they have plenty of ballads, but they need that up-tempo, you know, single. And Tommy's managed to have a career where he writes a lot of ballads. They're singles and they become hits. But he also knows, OK, I'm probably only going to have a hit every four or five years. And he's OK with that. You know, he's sticking to what he yeah. loves to do. Um and so I think it's, some of it you have to be true to what you really love. I think if, if you're not doing yeah. that, if you're showing up and you're writing something you don't love, I don't think that will, you know, 99 out of 100 times, that's not going to be successful. Um, I had a writer the other day approach me in Starbucks and he was like, oh, I want to be a writer with songs on the radio. And he goes, you know, my songs are way better than that crap that's out there. And after talking to him, I found out he doesn't even like songs on the radio, but yet he yeah. wants he wants to be on the radio. And so the likelihood of that happening, you know, it, you write something, I mean, write what you like. And if you don't like the stuff on the radio, well, let the chips fall where they fall. Maybe you're writing for a Texas alternative artist or, or whatever, but... I wouldn't walk around being mad because, you know, you hate the stuff that you're trying to be like, like that just blew my mind. It was very confusing. And I know when I'm in the writer room, every room I've ever been in, whether it's been with Lady, uh, Lady A, Little Big Town, Darius Rucker, whoever, we always started first with a great title, you know, and, or at least an idea or a music idea i remember one time with lady annabellum i sh- showed them this guitar riff i had and they loved it and we built a whole song around that we weren't going oh is this riff going to be right for radio and is it gonna-? no we weren't we weren't even concerned about that we just found something we liked in the room and we chased it and we you know at the end of the day you let the chips fall where they fall but We're always chasing something that we really like. And, the you know, Ashley Gorley, when he's got that single on the radio, he likes that song. You may not like it, but he loves it. And I think that's the key is Mm -hmm. writing what you love and figuring out how to write it in a language that speaks to the audience you're trying to reach.
0: Yeah, and I think even when you write with an artist, um, those artists will the ones that are successful want to put out music that their fans love. Yeah. You know? And so when they're in the writing room, they're not asking you to sell out. I mean, they don't come in and go, Hey, just let's just write something dumb like my last single and we'll throw it out there on radio and it'll work. You know, they they come in and go, Hey, I want to do this kind of thing because my audience uh, loves it when I played this song. So let, let's write something that that kind of speaks in that same lane. And, you know, so I think, like you said, in the beginning, my experience has been that everybody that walks into a pro writing room is wanting to write something great. Yeah. And you know, it may not be a world changing song may just be entertainment or it may be to make somebody smile or laugh, but they want to make it great. It's been my experience.
1: Yeah. And I think also, I mean, yes, they want to do something that their fans will love, but also artists are constantly wanting to reinvent themselves you know, you you mentioned Kenny Chesney. Well, there was a point in his career where he was doing the same kind of stuff. And then he comes out with American kids and people are going, whoa, this is like way different for Kenny Chesney. Uh, Tim McGraw is another example. He would constantly come out with something that was fresh and different. Um, I mean, artists have to, to to keep, if they keep doing the same thing, they're going to, to, the audience will get bored. So they have to speak to their voice. Yeah. You know, we know a Kenny Chesney doesn't usually sing a song that says, I love you, baby. I mean, that's not his his strength. You know, he may have only one time in his career said, I love you in a song. I don't know. I I can't recall any. But the, he's got... So they, they try to stay true to who they are as a brand. But they also want new and, and different things. You know, they want things... They want to bring something new and fresh to the audience at the same time. We can. I,
0: I was going to say, should we talk about Sweetwater, <laughs> who powers this podcast? Yeah, Clay and I are huge fans of Sweetwater gear. Um, anything you need musically, instruments, things to record, microphones, whatever it is you need, they they're great people and they care about uh, helping you learn how to use the gear you buy from them. So check them out.
1: All right. This month in Songtown we have a special thing going on that we're doing. Every summer we do a month where you can join Songtown for $5 for a month. All the money goes to Music Care's relief. <laughs> yes, oh no. What are we thinking? <laughs> um but yeah, we don't we don't take a dime and y- there's no commitment. It's just $5 for the month. We're not going to hit you up and say, "Hey, become a member and and Permanently and all that. If you like SongTown, of course, we'd love you to stay, and and we love helping songwriters. And our members are having all kinds of crazy success, and we're proud of them. But this is about charity, so five dollars. I'll put the link below, and um, check out SongTown and give back.